from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And that was really important to us to have it at some place that was neutral, um, safe ground for people to come where they would not feel uncomfortable or afraid of being arrested. Understandably, a lot of folks are afraid to do anything about these warrants. Um, they're afraid to go to law enforcement or to the courts for fear that they might get arrested. Um, so we really wanted this location to be accessible and, and a safe ground for people to come and, and connect, um, re-engage with the court. I'm Sarah Fenske. In the fall of 2020, advocacy groups and St. Louis County staffers came together to launch a new program. It was aimed at making the justice system more accessible by making room for it at a local library branch. The Florissant Valley Branch's tap-in center was such a success, those groups have now come together again to open a second one, this one at the branch in Moline Acres. And joining us now to explain why and what's making this program work so well is Miranda Gibson. She's a great manager for the St. Louis County MacArthur Foundation Safety and Justice Challenge and helped start the Florissant Valley Tap-In Center. Miranda, welcome. Hello, thank you so much for having me. So Miranda, take us back to the fall of 2020. What was the idea behind the Tap-In Center that you first opened in Florissant? So our, our hallmark service is helping people to resolve warrants that are issued due to failing to appear to court on a criminal case in St. Louis County. Um, so there, our partners were really interested in this problem, which has been, you know, a persistent problem in the county um, and all over the country uh, for a long time. And those um, issues we thought were going to get much worse during COVID, whenever there were court closures and people were going to have a hard time accessing um, the court. And, and so we really wanted to come together to create a solution uh, that would be accessible and would really make some changes for uh, the individuals and for the, our county partners as well. And so when you talk about getting warrants resolved, this isn't just one person who can magically fix this, but this is designed to be sort of one-stop shopping. That's right. Yeah. So we are lucky to have uh, many partners for this unique kind of program. It brings together um, the MacArthur Foundation and the Public Defender's Office and uh, the St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell's Office and the Bail Project um, to come together at the St. Louis County Library to um, help people who have these warrant issues. So they can come in, um, speak to an attorney. Um, that defense attorney will speak to the prosecutor who is always on call and, and they can have a conversation in real time about the warrant and, and see what um, can be done. Uh, in a, a lot of cases, that warrant is um, agreed to be recalled. And so what will happen is the attorneys in real time can do all that paperwork, submit it to the judge, and that person can walk away, you know, knowing what's going to happen with their case. And there will be a new court date issued. Um, so people can um, come in, do this pretty quickly for free, and, and really get some good answers and get reengaged with the court. So is that how this has worked in reality? That's something that may have been hanging overhead and, and causing people a lot of stress, that there's this warrant out for their arrest. That's something that does get taken away, and they can get back into that court system and, and see this case move forward. 
That's right. Yeah, we've had uh, in the last 18 months of doing this one night a week, um, 350 warrants that have been recalled, um, and that process happens uh, at the Tappan Center. The vast majority of these cases are St. Louis County cases ranging from traffic or ordinance violations to misdemeanors to felonies. And, and the process has worked really well and so well that we are able to expand a bit and, and reach out to this other um, part of the county to bring our services there. So this is all dependent on not just public officials being willing to do this, but actually having some attorneys who are able to do this. How did you get attorneys to staff it, especially now that you're looking at two different locations? Right. So we have uh, always had uh, great partnerships with the public defender's office. Um, so we have... Um, one public defender, Jamia Steele, who is always available on Tuesday nights. And uh, we also have prosecutors. Um, like I said, Wesley Bell's office has been a partner from the very beginning. And, and they have prosecutors that are kind of on call every Tuesday to do this. Uh, we also have Taylor Burroughs, who is a MacArthur attorney um, working at the Tapman Center, as well as some volunteer attorneys. Um, so it's, it's through a lot of partnerships and a lot of people who just really believe in the idea. And, and they're willing to do, you know, that little bit of extra work um, to help. And it also really helps the system. Uh, people, judges, you know, attorneys, they want these cases to keep moving. So it, it's really a benefit for all of the partners that come together. So when you pioneered this, this was back in the fall of 2020, perhaps the weirdest, hardest time to get anything going. The pandemic right. was, was raging at that point. What kind of feedback did you get uh, from these various stakeholders as, as to how this was working in reality? Uh, so we did have a lot of support, uh, kind of surprise at first, because it's a very new, you know, kind of concept um, to do it at a library. You know, uh, that was unusual for a court system, the criminal justice system to function that way. Um, but they were very willing to, to try anything, you know, try something, see if it works. Uh, so we really did have buy-in from, you know, all of our criminal justice partners um, to be able to do this. And the library has been such a great host and, and partner with it as well. Um, and that was really important to us to have it at some place that was neutral, um, safe ground for people to come where they would not feel uncomfortable or afraid of being arrested. Um, understandably, a lot of folks are afraid to do anything about these warrants. Um, they're afraid to go to law enforcement or to the courts for fear that they might get arrested. Um, so we really wanted this location to be accessible and and a safe ground for people to come and and connect, um, re-engage with the court and connect in that way. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you've been able to clear up 350 warrants, I mean, that feels kind of like the, the proof is in the pudding. People are using this. Was it hard initially to get the word out? Like, yeah, not only this is a safe place, but you can do all this at the library. Right. Yeah, it, it was uh, a slow to get going a bit um, just because it's so unusual. Right. And so it was uh, it, it took some time. Um, definitely word of mouth um, has helped people referring their friends and their family. Um, they tell people like, no, this is a real system. Um, it really works. I was helped. And, and so getting that word out has just been a slow and uh, continuous process. And, uh, and yeah, just, just kind of making uh, what we do apparent by the people that we help and and um, make, getting the word out there. So we should note, in, in the process of getting the word out there, um, the Tappan Center at the Florissant Valley Branch is open every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. And now, um, on the first Tuesday of the month, also from 6 to 8 p.m., um, this is now open at the Lewis and Clark Branch. That's 9909 Lewis and Clark Boulevard in Moline Acres. So when did you get that second one then up and running? 
So our, our first kind of opening night was on the first week of, of April, and our next will be May 3rd. Um, so we've uh, just kind of started, we've just kicked it off, and so we're excited um, to see in the coming months, um, you know, how much traffic we can get there, and, and we might be able to expand to other days uh, in the week, other days in the month as well. So the fact you're doing it just one day a month, that might well be a temporary thing. You're going to see what kind of demand you get. Exactly. Yep. So the first night of it, uh, that was just a couple weeks ago. Did anybody show up? Uh, we had, yeah, we had um, some people show up. Um, it was a, a bit of a slower night, but that's all right. And we're really hoping that May uh, May third will have um, some more folks come out there. Now that some some words gone out there, and and people are really um, working to share, you know, kind of share the good news. So Miranda, do you feel like you're creating something here that could be replicated? Other entities could look at this. That the libraries and sort of having these designated evening hours, this is something that makes sense. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I I would love to see this replicated in other areas. I, th- I really do think it's so beneficial, um, not only for the individuals that we help, but for the um, for the county government systems as well. You know, from from that perspective, we have a lot of success in terms of saving time and personnel and resources that might have otherwise been spent on, you know, facilitating the arrest and detaining the person in jail, holding all these court hearings, you know, for those 350 people. Um, so it, it's really helpful not only for the person who um, has this warrant hanging over their head, but also for um, these other county governments um, to really make um, a good use of a, a great community partner, which is, you know, the local libraries. And it, it really benefits um, both, both pieces. Well, again, that is happening 6 to 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights, every Tuesday in Florissant, the first Tuesday of the month in Moline Acres. Miranda Gibson, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. This episode was produced by Emily Woodbury with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Doerr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.